0: Well, hello, and welcome back to the StormDAR Weather Podcast. This is episode one hundred seventy-seven. I'm Rando. I'm Corey, and I'm Shara. And this is a special StormDAR Weather Podcast. Well, it's kind of the same fo- podcast, but it's got a little other special connotation to it. It's called the anniversary birthday weekend podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm
1: just like making up words, I am,
0: you? <laughs> you know, and I do that too because anyway, the anniversary is part of the anniversary because you and Corey just celebrated, or you're celebrating.
1: We're celebrating because it's not till actually the twenty sixth,
0: right? But it, like, it, was it twenty four? Twenty four years. Oh man, got to give you some of that twenty fourth wedding anniversary. So congratulations, y'all went to Springfield. You saw uh, what's that community, Ralph?
1: Brian Regan.
0: Brian. I don't know. <laughs> you we're so close. <laughs> I don't know, Brian. And you said it was really, it was really good. fun. Good, 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 good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some weather events that happened while you guys were up there in a little bit. But yeah, that was lots of fun. Also, we are recording this on Sunday, July 18th, and somebody has a birthday coming up. I wonder who, who could that be?
1: Well, Garen just had one. My son had one last week.
0: You mean Garen? Yes. You know what? My 14-year-old. You know what? He is sitting right next to us. Garen is on the podcast this week. Welcome. Hey.
1: Hi.
0: (laughs) Now now you're all... How about that intro?
2: (laughs) Happy birthday last week. Yes, last week. Thank you.
0: 14. How's it feel?
2: Uh feels like the other 13. I oh, mean, okay.
0: But just one more.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I feel like it so. feels a little different than when you were 1 and 2 and 3, but Well, yeah.
0: So, a, a big question is how long did it take you to turn 14?
1: Uh,
2: about 23 years. Oh, 23. Uh, it
0: was a
1: long
2: years. journey. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow,
0: you know.
1: Is that like doing 5th grade four times or something, you know?
0: Yeah, you know it could be. That, yeah. That's that's possible. Well, good. Well, hey, welcome to the podcast. We're going to start getting you into this. You had a birthday and your mother's getting ready to have a birthday. She's what? 18, 25. right? Oh, tw- uh, 25. So, Garen, you're the...
3: Times two minus eight.
1: <laughs> Don't do the math. <laughs> I had him when I was two.
0: There you go. Well, okay. So, Garen's 14 and Cher is 25.
1: Yes. And exactly. you're
0: celebrating your 24th wedding anniversary. Awesome. That's, so, that's great. So, so, that's why the name of this is Anniversa Birthday Weekend. So, there. Now, I want to get to something that you texted me, and something that happened. Okay, this is going to be the whole thing for the podcast.
1: Of how fun our drive was?
0: The drive. All of the sudden, you guys, now this was on Saturday, right? You started to Springfield. Yes. It wasn't really doing anything here, and all of a sudden- It
1: sprinkling when we left. It
3: started pouring in that parking lot when we left. Pouring. And rain the it entire way. It
0: was pouring
1: yet in the parking lot. It was not It was sprinkling. raining hard enough, he had to pull up to the awning so I could jump in.
0: Yeah. Well, but now, now, Sherry, you were texting me and telling me that people were pulled over.
1: When we were on 65, it was torrential rain. And there were literally people pulled off to the side of the road with their hazards on. There were people driving with their hazards on, going 30.
0: See, that's a lot of rain. There were wrecks.
1: And like, but we kept driving in and out of it. Like, we would just all of a sudden poof, it'd be gone and then get slammed back into it. One time the
3: sun came out for a few seconds and then we drove right back into it. Of course, we were just going north and this is kind of building along the line and we were driving and It was just a skinny line of of rain and storms. Some great lightning and thunder, though.
1: But then when we got to Springfield,
3: yes,
1: more fun. (laughs) The roads were all flooded.
0: Right, because you were saying that, that chestnut, with well, chestnuts infamous for flooding, mm-hmm. anyway.
1: Like you, there's a it's a four lane road, but you had to drive in the middle lane because those outer lanes were huge puddles and they were flowing fast. And I don't remember which road we got to. We noticed that he we read a green light and he's like, "Why is nobody going?" I'm like, "Cause there's cars backed up in the intersection. I'm like, they can't go." Then we realized they weren't moving. Everything up there was stopped because there was so much water. Nobody could move.
3: That's insane.
0: That's,
3: That's about insane. the time they issued that flash flood warning up there.
0: And and I saw that and I was I wasn't home. I was where was it? where was I? I was like at Walmart. Or I was out shopping or something. And then you said, you know, th- there were cars like floating or something down Chestnut Street, which was like, "Holy Practically. cow. So, when I got home, I saw there was this flash flood warning right there over Springfield. And I guess what, three inches, maybe three or four? Just it was bam. pretty crazy. You know, that's happening a lot more now that you get these sales that they're dumpers.
3: What was the chance of rain when we woke up yesterday morning anyway? Saturday. It wasn't. Saturday? Oh, so, no, was. yesterday yeah. morning. I know we normally record I'm this on it's Monday. Monday. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't super up there, was it? it no, wasn't it was like high. 40.
0: Yeah. Forty percent, but mean, then they put and they out were a, supposed
1: to be like little pop ups, weren't they? Well, they, they put out like, a
3: map with a circle around Southwest Missouri. Said the most intense thunderstorms could be here, but right. they've been doing that a lot lately. Those oh, I know. maps and say it's going to be here, it's going to be nothing. Really, ever happens, but it it, yeah, exactly.
1: Well, and it just kind of rained all night. Like we were able to get to the theater from our hotel. We walked. It was like two blocks, and it was a light missed mm-hmm. you know just enough to make my nice hair gooey and exactly and- but
3: that's when that outflow boundary from that first batch built on it wasn't going to go into the west it was going to the north and the south it was big mm-hmm. and s- so while
1: we were in the show it poured again it blew up
3: a storm near aurora that kept kind of moving to the east and spread oh we got reports of there thunderstorm warning just to yes. the west of springfield
0: Yes. Oh, and that severe thunderstorm morning was—I mean, we weren't expecting se- a lot of severe weather, although a marginal risk was there, right?
3: It was largely along I forty-four. At eight o'clock, they put us sp- in the marginal. I think. Yeah. Well, Springfield, because I know it well, moved. Well, no, the, down, yeah, Once it was through Springfield, they said, "Oh man, right?" Maybe and we, it just started
0: doing something down here. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, I'm I'm glad I was home when that all that was happening. And but, I mean, um, if you
1: could just understand how much I love driving in rain (laughs) exactly i just can't express my joy it
3: would have been better if you had been driving so i could take pictures of the cool i
1: actually when it is raining like that i do actually have to drive i don't like to ride it's a control thing oh i have to be in control i have to know that i have control of the car but see
0: that's a good thing for Corey because then he can take pictures and stuff (laughs) i love it now garen were you in town When all this was going on? I mean, you were at home, right? Yeah, Yeah, I was at home. What? Well, you know, it didn't do hardly any... Did did you get rain over your place? Seriously? Yeah, we got
1: a lot of rain. A lot of lightning. One time we called to check on him, and the weather radio was going off.
2: Yeah.
3: Really? That was a...
0: uh,
1: For that
2: flash
3: flood warning over in Barrie.
1: We could hear it going off in the background.
0: Well, I'm just east. I'm about almost two miles east of Lake Como, and our weather station recorded hundredths. I didn't get anything over here. I got nothing over here.
1: That's crazy.
0: I know. That's Poured. why I kept looking at it going, why Why is there flooding people? There's cars flooding down streets in like Springfield. People
1: were pulled over.
0: Yeah. And, and Garen, you guys live just on the west, almost the west part of town, and you said you got lots of rain.
3: Yeah. Brad got more rain than you did.
0: Yeah, and he. Brad's like two and a half miles away from me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's <if> that.
3: Sure. <clears throat> uh, sh- well, it's, he's between you and I, basically. So yeah, yeah, he's at stake and shake.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's about right because it takes two miles to get there, and he's probably another two miles to get over to to you guys. Well, I mean, the the the, the nature of these showers and thunderstorms they're they're not poppers because I mean I wouldn't call them poppers because no, they're
3: built on a boundary of some sort.
0: Yeah, there's like this 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 weak boundary. In place. And I read the AFD, the forecast discussion that said that there was going to be a, a low level jet kick in and that was going to like, you know, cause these things to to really ramp up. And they did. But they were spotty. You know, we got we got a lot of uh, comments and messages on our Facebook page of people giving us rainfall amounts and they were highly varied, you know, from like mm-hmm. uh three quarters of an inch to all the way to over three, maybe four inches, which is really bizarre. You don't have a rain gauge over there at your place, do you?
3: No, we need to get put one
2: out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was about to say I don't know. We don't.
3: You don't know where you're you don't
2: know if you have a rain gauge. Well me my dad has a lot of them. I just I don't know where oh, he but he they're puts just them. not out. We don't have one <laughs> out at this
0: house. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Well yeah, because you have to be strategic. I where really you place don't them. have a
3: place to put it because right. there's so many tall buildings around.
0: Yeah, you can't just put accurate. it on your
3: on your on your balcony.
0: Yeah. Oh, I wonder if you have access to the roof. Oh, that would be a well, perfect four place. stories up.
1: So. Yeah, it's pretty tall. I don't think we have a ladder quite that high. And then we'd have to be able to get up there somehow. To they check don't have it. a stairwell. Not that goes to the roof. <laughs>
0: oh, well, I, I really.
1: <laughs> what well, they got a heliport up there? What?
3: <laughs>
1: They're pretty tall. Oh, tall oh. buildings.
0: Okay. Well, I know what you can do. You can program the drone to like pick up a rain gauge and just go and like land it there on there. You go. It. Speaking and of then drone, you have to
1: fly the drone up there to read it. <laughs> yeah, right. Snap a picture. See how much rain's. And in we it. all
0: know how much Corey hates flying that drone. Absolutely. You flew the drone today, and you got yeah. some
1: great
0: pictures of like a little shower, which is classic of exactly what we're talking about: these small, little, compact storms, showers, and storms that are just dumping on people.
3: It's we got really- a storm. About five minutes before this one came through. So at the end of the storm, it was still kind of sprinkling, but I went ahead and put the drone up even though it was still raining. Okay. Because I saw this one on radar, and I thought, well, it's kind of to the west. So I could get a good shot of it. Now, it would have been better had it been a couple hours later where the sun's more behind it. Oh, right. And I've gotten one of those before, and they're amazing. But this one turned out pretty well, too. I mean, it was okay.
1: Somewhere posted a double rainbow right after the rain yesterday. who did? Did I don't remember where
3: it Near Springfield.
0: It
1: wasn't far from Springfield.
0: It wasn't Monet. Uh, I want to oh, say it was like Rogersville. Yeah, or something, some, maybe Marshville. Maybe mm-hmm. I, yeah, somewhere in there. I, I vaguely. I mean, I, I love all the traffic that we get. You know, and we do go through. Uh, for people that post on our site, we do go through and we see them. Sometimes it's later because if we get a whole influx, you know, there's 25,000 people that are watching the page and stuff. If we get an influx. We, we can't maybe respond right at that moment. <laughs> but we do. We do see all of them. So keep them coming. Keep them coming. Well, uh, after that, the boundary now, as of Sunday night, the boundary has slipped down into northern Arkansas. And there's a big upper level low that was responsible for all these little showers. It was over basically east central Missouri, and the the uh, winds around a low pressure travel
1: counterclockwise. Winds around,
0: <laughs> is she right? Winds around low pressure in the northern hemisphere travel
2: uh, counterclockwise. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh wait, I got it.
0: yes, both of you
2: counterclockwise.
3: So let me ask you. Okay, what? When you flush a toilet, is it clockwise or counterclockwise? Naturally. If you, I go flush your toilet right now, it's going to be clockwise, right?
1: Right. Mm-mm. I would think it would be clockwise. Is well, not?
3: Well, th- I, that's
0: why I said naturally. If it's natural, no, it's going to be counterclockwise.
3: Because it's different in the southern hemisphere and right. than it is in the northern hemisphere. Right. Here, how your toilet flushes. Did why
1: you know? would that matter? <sighs>
3: Do you know why? From
0: science? Can't they, make, science? Make,
1: it, can't they uh, make it go the way they want it to go? Well,
0: well mm-hmm. y- no. You can make it go. That's why I'm saying you can make yeah. it go. But I'm talking about naturally. If it's just natural, do you know right. why? What the what word is? Toilet
2: flushes, flushes naturally. I'm just more interested on how what the the amount of time some people have to figure this out. You know when <laughs> you know
3: how I learned that in seventh grade by watching The kid. Simpsons. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. I'm not
1: encouraging my kid to watch The Simpsons. He was
3: prank calling somebody in Australia or somewhere and asked them about their toilet. Yeah. And he discovered it was flushing different than his.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. But, but I don't but, know the word for it. But
0: there's an effect you should know in science. If you don't, I'll tell you. Yeah, science it, geek. It's the blank effect. And I'll give you a hint. It starts with a C.
2: They don't teach us about toilets and signs. Commode. Commode. (laughs) Commode. commode. (laughs) No. When the Earth
0: spins, the Earth rotates on its axis, and because it's rotating in a certain direction, it causes wind patterns to flow in a certain direction. It's called the Coriolis effect.
1: (gasps) How does that affect your toilet? Yeah,
0: your toilet. Because...
1: It's indoors and there's no wind. Right. And you're.
0: Well, what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, you can. If you put the jets on the toilet, you can force it to go one direction. But if you just had water that's just going down into it, it will naturally go counterclockwise if it's going down, like in your tub.
1: I know. I've never actually watched my tub to see how well, it goes. Well, you know, down. next time, go watch that. Yeah. I take a shower most of the time. Well, yeah.
0: But when your tub
3: clogs,
0: then you need to... Tubs clogs. So what about... Yes.
1: So it's the quarry What about tornadoes?
3: Do they swirl backwards in the southern hemisphere than they do in Oklahoma? Yes. Yes.
0: Everything would... Right. Everything is backwards. High pressure... In the southern hemisphere, it travels counterclockwise. I feel
1: like this is something that would go into those useless facts. Because yes. do you really need to know which way the tornado is spinning to know to run?
0: Yes.
3: Because when you see the corn. So let me ask you this. Okay. No, that wouldn't be. <laughs> I was going to say, you know Hi, how you Corey, have a right turner really? when it's going bad? Do you have a left turner in Australia?
0: I would guess. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just, that's that just a with guess. With the
3: circulation <laughs> right. causing that.
0: Right, yeah. When, what Corey's talking about is when you, when you watch radar, when you see a, 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 a storm or a severe storm strengthen, you will watch it actually take a right turn, and that's why, how you know a storm is strengthening. And then eventually when it winds down, it will take a left turn kind of – I mean, it's, it's subtle, but you can watch it. And that's exactly what happened to the Joplin tornado. It came out of southeast Kansas.
3: There's nowhere to really study that, though. I mean, they don't have a big tornado alley down there, you know, really. you think they the, would. The southern hemisphere? Somewhere does. Oh, yeah. Well, it but, could be. I mean, America, North America is just kind of set up for it with it, the way the Gulf, of, the Gulf of Mexico and the right North Pole is kind of mixing right over us, you know, basically, but... You would think somewhere down south would have a equivalent, you know, in the like a weather observation fall, thing, yeah, an hour fall in their spring, you know. Well,
0: the closest the 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 closest that place that would have the most uh, information would be Australia, right? Because I don't know anything
3: in South America that would have that. I bet they have tornadoes down there.
0: Oh, I'm sure they have tornadoes. They've got lightning anywhere.
3: It's the rainforest down there. It's raining all the time basically, but yep.
0: But this. the actual setup, I mean, we we have the perfect setup, but we don't have the only setup.
3: So we have lightning on our website that is from NASA, right? Mhm. When I go down to South America on our radar, there's just lightning all over that continent a lot of the times. I mean, really? Yeah. There's a place in South America, and I need to Google this. And this can be a fun fact for you someday when we forget about it. There's Corey going to give me any more fun facts. They get lightning. They've recorded lightning every day for the past several years without rain. Every day, it's lightning it's there in some as a, as one town in South America that they get lightning every day. It's weird, but it's true. Which
1: Hmm. You know, we had, like, I think we've talked about this before. We we had some dear friends that were struck by lightning in New Mexico, Arizona, somewhere in there. And it was not raining, didn't rain, there was no storm, there was nothing, literally bolt of lightning came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, that's how a lot of the wildfires start in the West, U.S.,
1: makes sense. It's called just a
0: dry thunderstorm. Yeah, you get you get all this convection. You get all the
1: electricity but no rain. And,
0: right. Yeah, all, all all the all the moisture that goes up to help that turns into a cloud and there's really nothing precipitating and all of a sudden bam, you got all these charges going off.
3: There's some fires in I think Oregon right now, wildfires. They and were
0: just like 160 degrees. Uh,
3: well, maybe that's why. Oh, wow. Well, but yeah. they're was, calling They're, hot. they're <laughs> causing the pyro Cumulus. Oh yeah,
0: pyrocumulus. Yeah,
3: thunderstorms too, with with lightning and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, yeah, pyrocumulus. If if you uh, are interested in that, Google that. That's a really cool. Do you know? Have you heard of pyrocumulus before?
2: No, I just know you guys use a lot of big words.
0: (laughs) Well, do you know what pyro means?
2: No. Yes, you do. Yeah. Think if you're about a pyromaniac, pyro? of course I do. Know well, think about it. What when that, you hear here. the word pyro?
3: Who likes to play with fire?
2: I what? Who Me? Likes to I play do. With I'm fire. a
3: pyromaniac. I pyromaniac. like to play with my. That... I have a little blowtorch. I okay, like well, to play.
1: Pyromaniacs with. actually like. Well, set I mean, I like fire. to play with that
2: too. Pyro.
3: Yeah.
1: Think pyro. of pyrotechnics or pyro. You know.
3: Yeah. See Yakov we had a lot of pyrotechnics in his show. We had pyro. pyro. We call it pyro. Yeah.
1: Anything to do with fire. Yeah. Oh,
0: pyro is a prefix okay. yeah, for fire. Now, cumulus, you know you know what cumulus is. Well, yeah. Clouds. Okay, oh, yeah, cloud. So basically what we're saying is a fire cloud. Ooh. The fire gets so intense. Oh, wait. Do you want me to do that? I'll do it. Wait. I did it for you. Yes. <laughs> gets so intense, it starts taking any available moisture it can and goes up and starts making
3: this cloud. It's really cool. They're usually orange. Now... Say you have a wildfire, you have a power cumulus cloud with lightning. Okay, is that the same type of lightning that you get with a volcano? I don't think so. And I think it might be a little different. A it's like almost oh, yeah. like a static electricity thing, almost. Yeah, it's a dry yeah. uh, ash coming out of that volcano. Right, it's causing some sort of static. Yeah, there's reaction. lots of stuff.
0: Yeah, because it's it's super hot. Number one, but but There's other elements emitting from that. Vo- yeah, that's yeah. That, that, that's that's wild. Hmm. Boy, we're just really educational tonight on this podcast. Know. You know, if you've heard Garen's voice before, I have to go back. I'll go back in the weather school and I'll see. But Garen was actually on the podcast, but it was what? What were we say? Three years ago? Hmm. Sixth grade, three maybe? Three or
2: four. Yeah, probably,
0: your, your probably voice like was... Three. Like, higher back then.
2: Yeah. You were probably
0: probably 12, I bet. Yeah, around there. Well, I can find the actual date. So, remind me. Remind me. When you get the weather school, remind me. Well, that big low that I was talking about uh, that was spinning in eastern Missouri is now – actually, now it's kind of in northeast Arkansas. It's spinning, and it's taking all of the moisture with it. Of course, it's getting – dark now so all the precipitation is is me- melting <laughs> it's not melting it's evaporating <laughs> there's there's no
1: it's uh, liquid form yeah, it really yeah. <laughs>
0: it's not melting you're still liquid if you're melting uh, but anyway that low is gonna pull out of the area and take all of the residual rain with it and actually this week is setting up to be really nice uh, <laughs> sunny all week
2: uh,
1: Garen has a
2: We'll party. I do. Tomorrow night. Oh, yeah? I'm very popular. 30% so, chance of I rain. bet you
0: are. Yeah. We
1: need to recommend. Everybody loves me. We need to request uh, <laughs> nice weather, no rain, no storms. Tomorrow? Oh, yeah, you got it. From 6 to 10 p.m.
0: Oh, well, you got it all week. Matter of fact, all oh, the way yeah. through uh-huh. Sunday.
2: Is that is this where we go to? Do we request that from, like, yes. you guys? Or? Yes, you request yeah. stormdar what weather you want.
0: You are in mm-hmm. the weather center.
2: Okay, okay, I see. Okay.
1: You put in your request, and they do their best. Yeah. Okay, okay.
2: Actually... You got good weather.
3: Well, according to the Springfield National Weather Service, they're calling for a 30% chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms, mainly between 1 and 5 p.m. So what time does it start?
2: Six. Six. Oh, well, then you're oh, good.
3: You're good.
1: As long as they leave by five. <laughs> Them we could have some
3: back- patchy fog before 7 a.m.
0: Yeah, we got moisture coming back up. Uh, There's already
3: fog on Taney Como's at I drove by. It was pretty.
0: Really? Wow. Well, that temperature is 40-some degree. I mean, we got we still have moisture in the air, moisture in the atmosphere. So that's really kind of pumping up and creating that fog when it gets it's cool. But, yeah, so we're going to have highs in the low 90s. The lows are going to be upper 60s to around 70. And going to be perfect swimming weather. Are, are you a water person? Do you love the water?
2: Uh, I mean, I guess. He's
1: a good swimmer, but he's not spending much time in the pool this year.
2: I mean, it's a, There's not a lot to do. You can just. It's when a he pool. has friends
1: over, he's in the pool. Oh yeah. Now our seven-year-old, she's a fish. <laughs> she <laughs> lives in the water
2: and swims. She's
1: all a mermaid.
0: The time. She does it. Yeah. See, I'm the type of person. If I go to the pool, I'm laying out on one of the. I don't. I don't. I'm not a water person. If
1: it's hot, if it is hot, I love to get in the water and cool off. But I do not. Yeah, but like... then I get back out. Well, yeah. I mean, I do that. I, I don't back like outside. super cold water. So no, I the don't do the If I'm going numb from the waist down, like, what's the point? <laughs> and I do not swim if it's chilly outside.
2: And you're young, so temperature doesn't
0: affect you I mean, at like,
2: all. I, I drink water. I mean, well, that's good. I'm that's a good. water person. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, but I <laughs> mean, I'm like, a water person. Yeah, like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like swimming. He likes to go to Whitewater. We've been doing that a lot this
0: year. Oh, yeah. 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 Probably got a season pass to that. See, would you have a family to go and do all that stuff? If we get in for free. Well, if you know. want to get a season so pass,
1: Rando, we'll take you with us. Really? We'll meet you there, and you can slide all day with us. Well,
0: I, but see, that means me getting in the water, so I
2: don't like to get in
0: well,
1: the water. Well, the slides, you know. You There's just, a kitty area. Yeah.
3: Okay, I'm good. I'm good. We'll do the kitty area.
1: It's got ladders. And Those
3: kitties drive me crazy in that kitty area, though.
1: I don't do well in the kitty area. Yeah, do
3: they change the
0: litter box,
1: though?
3: Oh, kitty, not kitty. Oh, sorry.
1: I'm like, I hope there's not a litter <laughs> box <laughs> in the kitty area. I hope they okay. use the bathroom. Well, but...
0: before we go off the rails, I think it's time to get to the next segment. Tropical.
3: Tropical. Tropical. It's tropical.
0: It's time for the tropical update. And actually, we for the Atlantic, we really don't have anything there. Um, I checked. <laughs> Everything's gone.
1: I think the technical term you're looking for is nothing.
0: Nothing, nothing, honey. It, there is nothing out there. Well... Uh, what did something oh, did you appear? Find something. Do I need to look? Because it's they...
3: tropical storm Saharan dust.
0: Oh, there you go. Which is not a
3: tropical storm. It's a tropical storm killer. Yeah. <laughs> so right now, <laughs> right, it's a great we're, thing. If right now we're in a lull. There.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I had to had to really check. We're it's in
3: like... a lull uh-huh. due to the Saharan dust that's you know over the area, but that's not expected to last much longer. No. So they're really expecting it to really pick up some steam once that dust clears out because... Kind of like last year, right? Yeah. It was probably about this time, maybe a little earlier. Because I
0: remember, and you had mentioned it before, like we started and then everything just stopped.
3: Yeah, and I'm not sure how far that dust is coming up, but Mm -hmm. there was some color in the atmosphere tonight for the sun. I didn't get the Mm. drone up for the night, but when i drove over here i could i could notice that
0: well it was a little pink right before you guys drove over here brad our buddy brad case from downtown texted me a picture of the sunset and the sun looked really cool like it was on fire but there was a sung dog to the left of it Hmm. which i think is weird because usually i see a sung dog to the right there's it and it was i don't
1: think they're in branson currently
0: Oh, uh, were they when at the they game last, last day? night? They were
1: bad. in St. Louis. They were supposed to go on vacation. So,
0: oh man, okay. I well, he didn't tell me that. He just sent me a picture and said, "See, see this." I'm looking at this. I'm like, so I, I'm glad you you told me that because I almost made a post. It's like everybody go outside and look at it. Well, there wasn't there would not anything out there. Okay. Anyway, so I digress. But on the Pacific front, we got something going on. I don't know if Corey, have you been following this? We had a Category Four yesterday powerful little compact little storm um felicia raging out there maximum sustained wind of 145 miles per hour central minimum pressure really low at 947 that's pretty low millibars uh right now i just checked again uh the the winds have subsided 120 mile per hour and the the pressure is like 961 i think and it's moving over some unfavorable
3: you know, water conditions, so it's going to go down. So in a couple days you might be able to say bye, Felicia.
1: I was like, I don't know where you're going with this. I was
3: I tried to get it, her to say it.
2: I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, Gary yeah. and
0: my ro here just shaking her. I was like, oh god. Could
2: it coulda done, buddy? Uh, I don't think people say that
0: anymore. Well, so, well I heard yeah. I heard it the other day. By Felicia, big yeah.
2: Bye,
1: Felicia. So but,
3: we're pretty even, basically, in the Atlantic. To the, I mean, they're one up on the Atlantic. What? What's the last Atlantic? Elsa. E. So we got a... F. We're looking for Fred now, right? Uh, in, in Atlantic. Yeah. Is it Fred? Well, I don't know. If it's Fred, it'll be the easiest F name ever.
0: Yeah. But. <laughs> I tend to have to correct you on this because we've got Tropical Storm Guillermo,
2: Guillermo. Yeah, right behind
0: Felicia. Now, Guillermo is not expected to become a hurricane, but it is a named storm. And it's hanging out there with maximum sustained winds of 60. And the central minimum pressure really isn't it, – it, it's, it's odd because the pressure is 999 and the winds are already 60. That's kind of weird to me. Usually, because the 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 wind speed, the max wind speed correlates to the pressure. So, so let's say Felicia was it was going 145 mile per hour, but the pressure was really low. So now, when the when the pressure comes up, the wind speed goes down. So if you got 60 mile an hour winds at 9.99 millibars, that's like. Eh. But it's expected to remain a tropical system until Thursday and then dissipate. So we're going to keep an eye on that. It kind of depends on those tropical waters over there.
3: Well, the uh, Atlantic temperatures are well above 80 now, which is great breeding ground.
0: Ooh, really? Okay. For or tropical systems
3: now. Yeah. As soon as that, you know, dust subsides, it's really going to take off. And we're gonna they're gonna surpass the
2: Fly pacific the storms. Like really has
0: there been any updates in the hurricane projection predictions
3: no no okay no, they're still they're still expecting an above average number of wow named storms and hurricanes nice nice oh uh, we're gonna <laughs> talk about. La Niña.
0: Yeah, you you texted me the other day yeah. and said I because we've been in neutral conditions. So what what's up with that?
3: Well, we are you know basically in neutral right now. Yeah, La Nada. I like calling it La Nada. I had it saved here, but I see here it is. Um, are you guys playing over there? No. We've been in an El Niño Southern <clears> Oscillation <throat> neutral phase since early June. Yes, which you know was expected. I mean, that thing had been dying for a while, or kind of.
0: Yeah, because we we were already into La Niña, and then right. it kind of went back to uh, La Nada, and now they're talking about La Niña. Watches probably know, go back. Into La, La Niña, you know,
3: <laughs> La yeah.
1: Is La a thing? Yeah, it's, it, it's what I we're in now, basically. I feel like that's now, a word we're making up. Like, there's no, no, no. not a, No, no. Nothing it, going on.
0: <laughs> right, right. Because it's it, it's equivalent to average. So average temperatures. So El Nino... Well, El Nino is colder than average. La Nina is warmer than average. And La Nada is when they're just... am you know, just La Nata I'm, I'm starting oh. to
3: think La Nina is my least favorite thing. Oh, yeah? Because our severe weather season wasn't much this year.
0: I know. It just kind of surpassed us.
3: But we did have a couple of weeks of record-breaking winter this year. Remember that?
0: Okay. Yes, I remember that. Personally, I'm not blaming that on any type of Enso, The El Nino or La Nina. I think that was just a weird freak of a bubble that just came down. That was just, what, you disagree?
3: Yeah, they La Nina put out a note later that said that he was responsible for that. He came out and said he wanted full so responsibility for that's that.
1: that's like you know, when the terrorists claimed that was me. Right. El Nino sent you a letter? No,
3: La Nina. Oh, La Nina. La Nina, sent yeah. Sent you a letter and was like, that was message. me. It was on Facebook. That so, one's on so, me. So
0: they're saying La Nina it could be responsible for this? Is that what they're saying?
3: Well, I don't know. It happened. What do you say? <laughs>
1: No, no, he's too busy chewing. (laughs) Well
0: we got M and M's.
3: I blame (laughs) the ocean for any type of weather we get. Right, but this came from Canada.
1: I thought the song was blame it on the rain.
3: I'm not talking about the cold. We had more snow this year, too. Not just that one. Okay, well
0: I I'm talking about that February event that the the Powerful cold air that went and just destroyed. Texas. Well, we Texas. had cold
3: in conjunction with the snow too. That, yeah. was, but the cold, yeah, that's not that uh, was, okay. That's okay. separate, but it kind of happened at the same time.
0: We're playing with Eminem, so anyway, <laughs> we're under we're under a totally new
1: attention.
3: La Nina watch.
0: Yeah, which which is something to take note. Uh which he could now Lanini watch means it could go in there. I mean, they're not saying it is, right? Well,
3: they're saying, the, yeah, no, you got the uh you got the meat and you got the taco shells. Okay. And you got the cheese. All right. But you haven't put the tacos together I yet and made I think the it's burrito. Cupcakes. Well, it can no, be that's, that's tornadoes. Too. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. That's, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I'm Th- like, when did we start talking about Mexican food? Now I'm hungry. <laughs> no,
0: this is different.
3: <laughs> Wait, what would uh, La Nina food be? What's over there? Where they, you know... Well, that's what I was saying. Mexican enchiladas? food? Total, total
1: sense you what you're the, saying. You got all the ingredients, but you don't have the whole enchilada.
3: Oh. Okay. Oh. We can
0: Wait, I got to give you one of these. Okay, that's kind of cool. Okay. Well, since you brought up ENSO, E-N-S-O, which stands for what you said... Uh, El Nino Southern Oscillation. Our weather school this week is all about El Nino and La Nina. So if you ever want to know what it is and we're talking about it, this is the weather school for you. So let's get to that right now. If there's something about the weather that you want to know,
1: stormed our weather school.
0: El Nino. We've all heard of it, but what exactly is it? And how does it affect the weather? In the past several years, scientists have studied the sea surface temperatures in the Pacific Ocean, Variances in these sea surface temperatures are thought to play a role on global weather, which involves changes in both temperature and rainfall. This warming and cooling of water temperatures give us what we call El Nino and La Nina. These events are thought to have been occurring for thousands of years, but these effects have only been seriously studied in the past few decades. This phenomenon is usually a long-term occurrence, which lasts from anywhere from a few months to up to a year or more. When sea surface temperatures are warmer than average, it's referred to as El Nino, which has a rough Spanish translation to the child or little boy. Conversely, cooler than average sea surface temperatures are coined as La Nina or Little Girl. The area that we monitor for these warm and cool temperatures lies in a specific region of the Pacific Ocean just either side of the equator, starting just off the western coast of South America and extending westward for several hundred miles. Typically, we feel the effects of El Nino and La Nina mostly in the winter time, but their effects can be noticed throughout the entire year. Let's talk about El Nino. When we have an El Nino season, the warmer sea surface temperatures essentially cause the jet stream to shift and sometimes brings extreme weather to some areas on the planet. We look at El Nino to give us an idea of how the weather pattern could affect the U.S. Generally, in El Nino years, the jet stream sets up along the southern states, primarily from California through Texas through Arkansas and Georgia. The jet stream is essentially the storm track, and waves of energy tend to ride along the jet stream. The intensity of El Nino gives us an idea of just how far south the jet stream could go. Typically, a higher probability of severe weather occurs in the southern states during an El Nino year. California, which is usually dry, can see quite a bit of rainfall during these winter months. States like Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia usually have quite a bit of severe weather when this occurs. Colder conditions usually occur in the Midwest, since the more southern position of the jet stream tends to allow more Canadian air to move into the country. The larger scale structure goes like this. A low-pressure system often develops in the Bay of Alaska, and the winds traveling counterclockwise around that low tend to feed a lot of moisture into the California region. The low also flings warmer air into the northwestern U.S., so those areas will generally experience a warmer and drier than average winter. This setup also can allow for a pocket of very cold air to pool up in Canada and then slide into the upper Midwest states. This would give the northeastern U.S. a colder and snowier winter. On the opposite side of the coin is La Nina, which has cooler than average sea surface temperatures. Many times when La Nina occurs, then it causes the jet stream to stay up over the northern part of the country. This helps prevent the bitterly cold air from coming down from Canada. La Niña causes high pressure to set up over the Bay of Alaska, and the clockwise airflow around that high allows for a drier and warmer winter over the U.S. El Niño and La Niña give us a very broad seasonal outlook on how the winter season could set up. Even in a strong La Niña year, when the jet stream is parked across the northern states, there will still be occasions where cold air will make its way down into the center of the country, but those cold snaps usually don't last very long. And in an El Nino year, there will still be a few periods of warmer temperatures, but then a return to colder conditions. When sea surface temperatures are average, then we won't be in an El Nino or a La Nina phase. This is what we call La Nada, or a neutral phase. When this happens, the jet stream generally keeps its pattern of tracking across the central part of the country, and the extremes in the weather pattern aren't that noticeable. There's always a combination of things that affect our weather. This weather school was designed to give you a very general idea of what happens in a typical El Nino or La Nina year. And even if we are in these phases, the actual weather conditions depend on a number of variables, like when did the El Nino or La Nina start, how strong is it, how long will it last. These factors have to be built into making some kind of winter outlook. The El Nino and La Nina patterns just give us an idea of what could happen. We don't know what causes these sea surface temperatures to fluctuate. We just know that they do. So next time you hear that we're going into an El Nino or La Nina phase, you'll have a better idea of how the meteorologists devise their outlooks. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of
1: Stormed Our Weather School.
0: And there you have everything you should know about La Nina and El Nino and how it may affect your neck of the woods. That's kind of a Branson thing, if you're in the neck of the woods thing.
1: I think it's anybody with woods. Oh, okay.
0: I know it's an Ozarks thing. You've heard that, haven't you, Garen? My neck of the woods.
2: Uh, Come on, it's it's a
3: it's a Willard <laughs> Scott thing. He used to say, "Let's yeah. check weather in your neck of the woods." Right?
2: Yeah. Well, I reckon Meaning, in my neck of the woods. Okay, that, okay, you're getting it. You're getting it. That's kind of Branson. I like
0: that. <laughs> so, anyway, I think it's time to move on to in other news, and I think Corey said that he doesn't really have much. I've got a few things I would like to. Uh, expound upon And one of them is The uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration
2: Better known as I. You're going to ask me that I, I don't know any of these <laughs> Noah I, I, saying, <laughs> I keep looking
0: at Garen's like, National Oceanic, Oceanic and Alaska. Atmospheric I was to, it,
2: it might have a weird name You never know no, like, uh,
0: so Sound them out Has recorded June 2021 As the hottest June on record Now before anybody says anything, think of the coastlines. lines. They have been burning up. Right. I mean, the West Coast. But we
1: been, haven't been.
0: We like, have not been. We've, we've had, had a that mild little, June. Uh, which is great. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, we've had like a little omega block going on where some cooler air, cooler in quotes. I mean, it's summer. is coming down in the middle of the country while the East Coast and especially the West Coast it, are frying. They are totally frying. Literally. Yeah. Uh, and They have no air. The uh, Exactly. And uh, the massive heat wave continues in Montana. I looked. They are still under an excessive heat warning. Billings, Montana, their forecast is haze and a high of 106 tomorrow. That's Montana. That's high for
1: us. I can't even imagine what people in Montana uh, are thinking. Who don't thinking. have air
0: conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're sitting at 90, <laughs> you know, 106 is 60.
1: And that would be hot for them.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I don't do heat well. I mean, actually, I went out this morning and I played a little disc golf, which the temperature, air temperature was not that hot, but the humidity was awful. I could only play nine holes. And this was like 11 o'clock in the morning. I said, I got to go. And my buddy Phil was with me. It's like, we're done. This is because we're sweating profusely. The humidity, yeah, which is the humidity, is what gets you the heat index. Exactly. Unless you know you're at a the pool, then you can I've jump in the pool. I've been
1: walking every day. Yeah. Because I'm trying to be a little more healthy. <laughs> but like this last week has been really nice. There really wasn't a super hot day that I couldn't tolerate it. It was fine. Oh, yeah. I was like barely sweating by the time I finished.
0: We have those little cold fronts coming in.
3: Do you guys see a pattern here?
0: I have been noticing a pattern, yes.
3: March was the hottest March. hmm June was the hottest June. I'm pretty sure April and May were hot up there, too. Yeah.
0: I think, it wasn't April like the third hot, or May yeah. the third hot?
3: There's a pattern emerging.
0: Yeah, and we're talking national. We're not talking Branson.
3: We're talking globally.
0: Globally, Right. Yeah, it, yeah, there's a pattern going on. Climate change is But it's in conjunction
3: happening. with coastal flooding that could be happening. It's in conjunction with storm surge from hurricanes that are happening, with the rain, with drought, all kinds of weather phenomenon because it's getting warmer.
0: It is getting warmer. And I have to, uh, on, uh, playing on that, what you said, I was looking at the... Uh, National Hurricane Center. I've, I've got a graphic up here. I can barely read it because I'm blind. Um, but they give discussions. And remember I said Felicia? We talked about Felicia in the the, the tropical update. Yeah. Just bombed and was this tight little storm. Their 5 a.m. Hawaiian Standard Time update, which is, what, 11 here? I can't remember. Is it? Hawaii? Hawaii once it gets past the, the West Coast, I don't know. Because there's Alaska and then I think there's Hawaii. Anyway, that this update on Saturday said, Felicia uh, provided another surprise early this morning. That's the first sentence of their discussion. So we are having all sorts of these bomb cyclones. You know, they they we call them bombogenesis. They just explode and bomb out and become cat fives possibly.
3: Yeah, which we haven't seen yet this year, but it's going to happen.
0: No, and I actually did a lot of research because I wondered if Felicia got to a Cat Five. Now, Cat Five, I think, is 155. I
3: think highest I saw was four, but I'm not sure. I didn't. Yeah. Really, I didn't yeah. really I don't follow those specific storms as much.
0: Yeah, well, 145 was the the max I saw, but I think that's a Cat Four. I'm pretty sure that's Cat Four. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but you know, Guillermo, Guillermo is is right behind Felicia and it's not supposed to do okay. anything. And I, uh, I, I thought this was really interesting. Our friend, our meteorologist friend, Mike Griffin, uh, went to visit Mount Washington. And uh, it was insane up there. He did a little um, Facebook Live post, and the wind is howling. And his friend Mark was up there, and he was freaking out. And <laughs> so Mike said that Mark was freaking out. But Mike was geeking out. (laughs) It was like, this is so cool. So I went and he took a picture. Uh, The highest wind ever observed by man was recorded on the top of Mount Washington. And I'm reading this thing from, ah, I need to blow it up. I'm so blind.
3: Where is this exactly? Uh,
0: I don't know. This is Mount Washington. Yeah, you look that up. I'm going to read this. But there's a placard up there. It says, from 1932 to 1937, the Mount Washington Observatory, that's what you look for, operated in a summit stage office, then occupying this site. In a great storm, April 12, 1934, the crew's instruments measured a wind velocity of 231 miles per hour at the top of that. Two hundred thirty-one miles per hour. Like, okay. While
1: someone was up there.
3: No.
0: Yeah, their instruments when recorded you, that.
1: I'm saying that with a person standing there, like that would totally blow you off the mountain. No, no,
0: they're, they're instruments. I mean that—that's what I got. So where oh. is? I'll give everybody a guess. I, Which I'm state? Massachusetts.
3: Mount Washington is in. I'll go with Sheriff first. Okay,
1: Virginia.
3: Massachusetts.
0: Garrett. Uh,
2: try states on mountains, like I don't know, Washington. It's in Mount Washington, but is it? I'm basing my guess on Canada, a certain person, where they're from. Okay, is it? I don't know, Washington. Okay, I
3: don't know. Well, this state is very popular for, um, I don't know. You got your phone over there. What
0: vacationing?
2: Where's it at?
3: New Hampshire.
0: I was close. I was close.
2: I couldn't think of anything I was, was in the same country <laughs> like, New, popular. Popular in New Hampshire I was in the same country So my guess is I was spring. like What is New <laughs> Hampshire
1: known for?
3: Mount, uh, Mount Washington
0: I don't know Well, Mount Ida is in Arkansas Anyway, so they went to That's see, where the
3: spring water I drank last night was from
0: Really? From Mount Ida? Yes did, he didn't that, kill you? That's
3: what the Hotel Vanderbilt bottled water said anyway
0: Oh, Okay <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> you should have told Lou I said hi. <laughs> you got it you got one oh, some out. No. Yeah, they stayed at the uh the Van, Hotel Van de Alexa
1: last time. Springs, Mount Ida, Arkansas. Oh, there you Boom. go. Cuz only Corey reads his water bottle before I do, drinking it.
0: For sure. Well, he's probably bored. What what else can you do except read your water bottle? He's I don't know.
1: Absolutely bored on his date with me. <laughs>
0: On your 24th.
1: On our alone time. Yeah, you're In a time. hotel. He was bored out okay. of his mind. Well, that's all
0: I got. Corey, you got anything? No, there? I don't. You don't? Okay, well, you know, it is time to get to the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun facts. It is time for Shara's fun facts, and she's been looking for the past 10 minutes trying to find fun facts for the podcast.
1: I'll have you know I found all of these before I got here. Oh, you did! Oh. I was gonna share them with Garen, and I forgot. Oh. I was gonna let him read one, me read one. I'm so sorry, bud.
0: Next time. Your mother loves you. you know. I love you very much. <laughs> so
1: cute. Next time.
0: Okay, so Shara, what what's this
1: topic? So I'm starting to get stumped on these topics. Oh, okay. I got a couple that are about July, and then we'll go from there. Okay. So, we are currently in what is known as uh, the Dog Days of Summer. Yes. Sirius is the brightest star of the constellation, the big dog. S- serious? Seriously?
0: Seriously.
1: Oh. uh oh. <whistles> Okay,
0: wait a minute. Okay, go on. Hit him. No. Sirius
3: okay. Sirius There, okay.
0: Sirius. <laughs> All right.
1: Um, oh. it's known as Canis Major, which is also the big dog. Mm. So as I you like can imagine, dog. those days quickly become known as the dog days. You know, there's a lot of people that thought that it was the dog days of summer because like they imagined dogs laying around being lazy. So yeah, they exactly. No.
0: The lazy dog days of summer, sure.
1: No idea. It has nothing to do with dogs. Okay. It has to do with the fact that this constellation is called the big dog. And when it happens. So the Romans called it. Canicularis dais, or the days of the dog. In mm. Mexico, the hottest days of the summer are referred to as la canicula. Traditionally, the dog days of summer are the 40 days from July 3rd to August 11th, generally speaking. However, the period from early July to early September is often referred to as the dog days. Okay. So there you have it. Nothing Perfect. to do with a dog.
0: No. No.
1: Coincidentally, it was in July... That the rabies vaccine was first successfully given to a patient. The French microbiologist, who was known for other things too, Louis Pasteur.
0: I have heard that name. Right? Yeah. He
1: administered the vaccine to a nine-year-old named Joseph Meister on July 6th, 1885. They had vaccines way back then. The child had been bitten by a rabid dog and Louis Pasteur... Unsure whether the vaccine would even work, but knowing that the child was going to die either way, so he decided it was worth testing. Fortunately, the boy, it worked.
0: Good. Yay.
1: Okay. So I really had to search hard. Like, July is a boring month. There's nothing going on in weather other than the dog days of summer. You you actually
0: said that last week, too. (laughs)
1: Right? I'm, like, struggling here to get through July. I did, however, find that July was when Apollo 11 went up. Really? So I have some okay. Apollo 11 facts. Oh,
0: good. Good, 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 good. Okay.
1: The American flag that the Apollo 11 astronauts planted on the moon was manufactured by Sears. Uh, Sears? By Sears. But NASA wanted that information kept secret. I'll tell you why. Okay. We all know what Tang is.
0: Oh, yes. You know what Tang is? Yes. Yes. Everybody knows what Tang is. Everybody knows what Tang is. And we all
1: know how we heard about Tang.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: The
1: powder-based orange drink from General Foods, which was ideal for consumption in a zero-gravity environment, (laughs) soared to celebrity status in 1962 when Mercury astronaut John Glenn performed eating experiments while orbiting Earth aboard Friendship 7. Astronauts brought Tang on their missions and all-manned space flights from 1965 to 1975. Tang even sponsored ABC's coverage of Apollo 8, America's first manned flight around the moon.
0: Interesting. So
1: NASA made Tang cool, basically. But when Apollo 11 whirled into orbit, NASA didn't want another huge advertising campaign and they didn't want Sears to take off just because they made the flag. So they made all of the people keep it secret of where the flag came from.
0: Fascinating. And it's all out now, of course. But
1: it's all out now. <laughs> it's not very, know, Sears is kind not of very not very a good thing anymore, so. <laughs>
2: um,
1: That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I've heard this before. Yep. Those were the first words NASA astronaut Neil Armstrong famously Kinda. uttered when he set foot on the moon in
0: 1969. Or were they? Uh, yeah. See, I know. I was waiting for Corey to pipe As in on this it one. it turns <laughs>
1: out, Armstrong has likely been misquoted yeah. for nearly half a century. <laughs> Fake news? Not exactly. Armstrong has always insisted that he said one small step for a man not the widely quoted one small step for man. And the grainy NASA audio recordings don't offer a definitive answer. They've listened and listened. But researchers from Michigan State University and Ohio State University set out to solve the mystery. And their findings seem to back up Armstrong's assertion. I mean, you got to believe what the guy said. They analyzed, why would you lie about that? <laughs> <laughs> They analyzed recordings of the conversational speech from 40 people that were raised in Columbus, Ohio, near Armstrong, Armstrong's hometown of Wapakoneta, and found that they typically blended the words for a, so they sounded more like for a. What was that town again? Wapakanita?
3: No, that's not how I heard it.
1: <laughs> I don't know how you say it. That's the first time I've read that. No,
3: I'm talking about that. that's not how I heard the story. I heard the story that the radio cut out for part. Well, the it did. Part.
1: So if you listen to it, yeah, like so if fine. you Google it, you can actually find the audio. Oh, okay. So and you, you, can you can listen to it. it. So you can decide for yourself. But I mean, I'm going to go with what he said. Yanny. If he says he said, amen. <laughs> Exactly, Yanni. If he says he said <laughs> a man, then I'm going to go with him and just figure he okay. said a man.
0: Well, you know, they're experts. They... I think
1: it was more powerful though, as one small step for man. You know?
0: Yeah, not, not man. A man. Well, okay, it was one small step for man, a giant one st- giant leap, leap for, for, for mankind. mankind.
1: Right, so it made more sense so the wh- way we read it.
0: Right, so what did he actually say?
1: For th- one small step for, for a man. man. Oh. One giant leap
0: for mankind. He must have been short. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what you got out of that. Uh, well, at this point, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Your cell phone is more powerful than Apollo 11's computers. While the Apollo guidance computers this
3: doesn't apply to Randy.
1: I I'm getting know. a phone
3: upgrade.
1: His is still pretty powerful. <laughs> Him and his iPhone. When I get four. back, I'm
0: going to get me a new phone. Okay.
1: Um, the computer systems that powered Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins to the moon and back in July 1969 were cutting edge for the time. They're technologically primitive compared to the cell phones and smartwatches we use half a century later. As this Houston Chronicle article illustrates, today's horrible example: what? Samsung Galaxy S10, <laughs> oh, I should have found the iPhone equivalent. Um, With its eight gigabytes of memory, is light years ahead of the Apollo 11's computer, which propelled out fearless, our our fearless astronauts to the moon and back with a whopping two kilobytes. Wow. Well,
0: see, my very first computer had four four kilobytes. Yeah, I know. So what year
1: was that? Like 1950, something?
0: 90.
3: I didn't get a computer that we owned until like 1997 or 8. I got one way before that.
1: I had a big old IBM desktop. I mean, the big honking, you know, screen. And I had
0: the Mac thing, which was really flat, and you put your monitor on top of it. Yeah. We, I had, a- we
1: had one in June, sixth, seventh grade, somewhere in there for me, maybe earlier. Um, In our house and it it like took up an entire room. Oh, my God. Wow. It was a whole desk area. Yeah. Clear out a room to put the computer in. Basically, you know, we just printed things on it. Well, yeah. Here's something you may not have known. Okay. Krispy Kreme donuts were served at the launch of Apollo 11. True story.
0: Were they done? I didn't think they were. That's a long time ago. I didn't.
1: Think they were around, yeah. but Krispy Kreme in 2019 celebrated its 50th anniversary.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, 19th. Wow, 50. So,
1: um, with a mouth-watering twist on its classic original glazed donut, space geeks with a sweet tooth can bite into. <laughs> at the time, they did a newly launched pun, absolutely intended. Original field donut wher. with the Time choice of now.
3: I'm I'm dissing your story already. Oh okay, Cory When was in. the
1: fiftieth anniversary of Krispy Two thousand eighteen. Here we go again. Wait, that was the fiftieth anniversary of the Apollo eleven moon landing. Oh. I don't know when I don't know when, sorry, I misspoke. Well, I'm
3: gonna I'm gonna go when did I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come add about? this tidbit of information. Krispy okay. Kreme made its debut july thirteenth.
1: Oh, on your birthday.
3: 1937. Oh. No.
2: Who I knew a... Krispy Kreme had been around that long?
3: You weren't born then.
2: I wasn't born in 1937. I was born in 2007. What Wait. Was on? I, wasn't oh, my birthday? Here. I wasn't
0: born in 1937.
3: That was two years before the Wizard of Oz movie came out. Ah, And Gone with the Wind. Nice. So they could have had Krispy Kremes on set that day.
1: Well, so in 2019, that was the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing. And Krispy Kreme, the marketing ploy is not to just... So they, they came out with... In 2019, they came out with uh, the classic cream or the chocolate cream. Um, but it was at, they were at the launch of Apollo 11 in 1969. They were serving fresh donuts to Americans who had gathered to witness the liftoff of this monumental mission.
0: Let me guess... Krispy Kreme Donuts and
1: Tang. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> I should have put Tang in the donuts. Oh,
0: wait, wait. Okay, sorry. And flavored donuts. <laughs> <Tang. Ew. laughs> yuck. Well, Ugh. so if
1: you'll Google okay. the commercial also, the mm-hmm. 2019 commercial that Krispy Kreme came up with, it's actually kind of funny. It's, oh,
0: okay. It's pretty cute, so all Google right. that. Okay.
2: Oh, that's all
1: I have. What? That's all. There wasn't much.
0: So, well, July is a boring month. That's it okay. It is. See, I'm just a few. Uh, you, you edumacated all of us, and that's. Who that's, knew Krispy
1: Kreme had been around so long?
0: I didn't know that. Wait a minute. Okay, so let me get this straight. Krispy Kreme is since '37, right?
1: Been around longer than all of us.
0: And the Apollo launches is it was 50
1: 1969. Years. It was 50 years in 2019. 52 years.
0: 52 years. Don't you feel edumacated now?
2: I feel so educated. Nice. Don't say your mama never taught you anything.
0: That's true. You know what? Your mama probably taught you how to say the word in our next last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's time for the storm dry weather weather word of the week. And we're, of course, tossing that to our guest, which is Garen. So, Garen. What is this week's stormed our weather weather word of
2: the week? Bergschrind.
0: Bergschrind. It is a tough word. And I put it on here because I, I, I knew you could handle it. So, Bergschrind, how do you spell
2: it? B e b e r g s c h r u n d
0: Bergschrind. So, what does Bergschrind mean?
2: The crevasse formed where a glacier meets the solid rock of a mountain slope, usually very wide in the widest crevasse on the glacier. Wow. Crevasse. He's so smart. Crevasse. I, I used say to know crevasse. somebody
3: who breeded shrimps. I was going to say, it looks really? like it looks they're like, like $5,000 dog. Dog. Oh. per puppy.
1: It looks like dachshund. <laughs> it's a German word, so it looks like dachshund.
3: Yeah, they're like oh. long haired. Uh, Berkshrans. They're beautiful.
1: A Berkshire
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm getting some of these words from the Antarctic weather words.
1: <gasps> I know. We were talking about the Antarctic
0: uh, a couple weeks ago or last week or something. We no had,
1: one can be a citizen of Antarctica.
0: That That's right, which we found out. We in learned it.
1: that in one of
2: our many, many See, fun your facts. your mother
0: has these awesome fun facts wealth all over the world.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's what I said.
2: You know, I don't. I don't actually listen to the... To the fun facts, you well, she just kind of tells me about them in the car randomly. Hold, hold on, hold on, I gotta step away and get this
1: knife out of my heart. Oh, that's it.
2: You, you I just... listened to them this week. Oh, okay. Oh, cause
1: you're on it. Well, I mean, hey,
2: <laughs> thanks to you, I know that uh, they served Krispy Kreme donuts at the launch of what of, of Apollo Eleven,
1: which was what.
2: Uh <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was videotaping. I was, right <laughs> I
1: was I was I was the so... first time we landed on the moon. Okay, right. Well, I mean, in I, 1969.
2: Well, yeah. But in my defense, I was still trying to figure out how to pronounce "burusher" while you were saying that. You know, he so... didn't have a
0: hard word. So, to his defense. Yeah. So, so the knife didn't go completely. I hit.
1: promised him on the way over, "Don't worry, he'll give you an easy word." <laughs>
0: You needed to tell me that he was Bergerund. coming. Up.
1: <laughs> I'm like, wait, Bergstrand? What's this word?
0: No, the funny thing is, our text stream is like, are we having three or four? already texts back, maybe. I'm not, maybe. And then the <laughs> next, like, what, twenty minutes later, she or she said four. Like, okay, but <laughs> I
1: didn't <laughs> say who.
0: You didn't say who, so I didn't. Know. Anyway, Garrett, you proved yourself, dude. You yep. nailed it, the word, and you nailed that The, the uh, what is that called? He's so smart. The explanation, yes. You smart. You know, 14 is good for you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: 14 <laughs> is the age I met my husband.
0: <sighs>
2: I don't I don't think I'm going to meet my husband no, at 14. You're no. not going to meet your
1: wife anytime no. soon. Wife
2: or he husband? No, you already know
3: her. her. What? He may already know her.
1: You may already know her.
2: You may. But.
3: That's another podcast.
2: <laughs> We're not going to date her yet.
3: She was
1: eyeing me since
3: 12, though.
2: Oh, whatever. <sighs> Life lessons with Stormdar.
1: Hey, there you go. (laughs) Life lessons with Sturgardt. I was on his dad's softball team. He was I and me.
0: See, there's a history. There's a history
3: there. My dad had to carry her because she got hurt. Oh, really? Was that me? Yeah, it was you. I don't remember that. You got hit by a ball playing third base. Oh, like
1: hit me right in the shin. Yeah. Whew, that'll take you down fast.
3: Really? See, that's why I don't play sports. I play I play you disc golf. You take a ball
1: to the shin, you go down fast.
3: Remember when I honked the horn? At-
1: I do. You want to hear a funny story?
3: Tell me the funny story.
1: So when I was on the softball team, Corey was like 15, no, and he, no, he didn't I have was his. No, he didn't have his driver's license yet. I'm pretty sure you had your permit. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, he's sitting in his mom's car, thinking he's all cool and his sister's softball game and of all course. these cute little softball 13 year old girls thinking they're looking at him. Anyway, I hit probably my only home run <laughs> in my career. Oh, man.
3: I don't recall this part.
1: And this he. This is a little
3: embellishment, but go ahead.
1: I hit a good ball, okay? Oh, okay. And he honked the horn for me, because he was right next to the fence, so he's sitting there looking all cool, going, I'm going to honk the horn. <laughs> and the horn got stuck. Oh. <laughs>
2: No way. So the
1: whole crowd is focused on him, (laughs) no longer focused on me. We're all looking over here why this car is going. And his dad is like yelling at him for playing with the horn. Has to lift the hood to get the horn to stop honking.
0: (laughs) So what could have been your moment. Right. Turned into his moment. It's
1: my Oscar. You stole it.
0: Oh, so you, I'm sure you felt really bad, didn't you, Corey? Totally.
1: I think he was just more humiliated the fact that he thought he was cool honking the horn. I was
3: not my friend Chris. So, so
1: you were showing off.
2: I was gonna say you're trying to show off for Chris. Was, okay.
3: It, we were it was both of our fault.
2: Well, just yes, Chris. I don't want to honk a horn.
1: You want to know what kind of awesome car he was sitting behind the wheel Uh-oh. of looking what? all cool? What? Looking all cool in his mom's red Ford Taurus. Shh. <laughs> One I, year was I a, like that car Like a 90 No Oh 88, 88.
3: 80. <laughs> I like that car really?
1: You know it's serious When a boy honks his horn for you
3: Oh
0: And you knew right then You were in love right Sure yeah. was it for my sister We or were all making
1: front of him Actually we Aww. were all in the dugout Like Do you know how many
3: girls From that team
1: uh, Yeah we don't want to go there
3: wanted to be my girlfriend.
1: Well, cuz we were all like 12, so I can count. you were the only boy around.
3: One.
0: You were than you. It was three. a girls
1: softball team, so you oh. know, he was the only male present that was within our age okay. range.
0: Okay, I think we have officially gone completely <laughs> off the rails. But since it's your anniversary weekend,
1: what makes a car horn get stunk stuck? stuck. Stunks. <laughs> Just, well, uh, a skunk hold, would make it. hard. <laughs> you just have to hold it down too hard, or he—he
0: he was serious. I don't remember.
1: I just remember yeah. his, and I mean, like you know, I know his dad well because you know, he has been my father-in-law for 24 years, right? But I can still see where the car was parked, and I can still see it was
3: along the first base side. of I there. can
1: still see his dad. You had to stomp through the dugout to get to the parking lot.
3: Well, I took care of it.
1: Yelling at him. Leave the horn alone. Don't be playing with me. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Uh, Good times. Uh,
0: don't you love hearing these
3: stories, Garen?
1: Uh, I don't. Probably heard them all.
0: Yeah. Oh, you heard them all a lot. A this lot. was at
3: the softball fields next door to your grandma's Yes, right next to me, Baylor. Ah. Oh, my
0: gosh. I
1: remember which field we were playing on and everything. This is so cool
0: because you have your, your anniversary in a And <laughs> which it was the 26th, did you say? 24. Oh, 24. No, no, no. On the.
1: Oh, yes. It's on the 26th. 26th. It then, is on the 26th. It'll be 24 years. We've been together 28 years. I want to say 28 years.
0: Well, how old were you when you were twelve? I mean, no, not how old. How old no, were you when no. you I were 12? No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> let me, hold on, let
1: me do the math. Wait a minute. I think yeah. I was 12. <laughs> how long did it take you to turn 12?
0: Oh, it was 93. <laughs> it took me 90, 12 years. It was 93 when we got together. 93, okay. Oh.
1: 93, it was in... We were uh, totally gone that's, yeah. that's not when this happened. That's not when the whole softball issue happened. It like 94.
0: Uh, and all those other softball girls that Corey was honking at too, so...
1: Yeah, they lost. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Or I did. I don't know. I'll tell, One you of a sto-
3: it I'll tell you a story about that off the podcast.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I mean, we're celebrating. Your anniversary this this we week. We
1: celebrated this weekend because yeah. we were both off.
0: Because so actually next and we Monday had tickets that ne- we purchased next back Monday, in Monday. One of the podcast is actually your anniversary. Yes. So we will look forward to many more stories.
1: But Corey has to work, but we'll come up with some good <laughs> stories. Maybe we can do some fun facts it about Corey all, and Oh, a, there you go. It I, may why be not?
3: all you guys because we're in Moonlight
0: Madness. Oh, it's Moonlight next Madness.
1: Three. He may not be here.
3: <gasps> really? And oh,
1: I know nothing about weather, so.
0: No, no. Bring you and then Garen and Grant. And
1: mm-hmm. it'll just be a big... Yeah. Okay. I'll
0: drive it, it. We'll talk about <laughs> that all off the podcast. We'll be all
1: random. We're all going to sit here anyway, and go, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure everybody everybody
0: listening to the podcast has, has really turned it off a long time ago. But anyway, it's about time we should wrap this up. Is... Uh, is there anything uh, else you need to you want to add? <laughs> <laughs> anything don't... you
1: can add to that? <laughs> I don't want to beat this dead horse anymore?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I think we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. It's going to be great for the pool, great for the lake. Uh Temperature, typical summer weather, gonna be hot. Great and humid. for my twenty fourth birthday. Great for your twenty fourth. I thought it was twenty five. Well, okay, now 48. she keeps changing it.
2: I'm sorry. What did you say? You... I didn't. not say anything. I don't know what you. What? Oh. 24th
3: in reverse. Oh.
2: I mean, what? You look so young. Please, you liar. Please, don't <laughs> please don't hurt me. walking. Please don't hurt me.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: You know I make your food.
0: Yeah. Well, next week we'll just have to have fun facts on Corey and Chair because Corey won't, it may not be here. So there you go.
1: Oh, we can just We're do fun planning. facts on Corey then.
0: The, hey! Oh yeah! He, the other he's half is not of here
1: to disagree. Oh, we
0: could do that.
3: <laughs> you mean like the the man, the myth, lo- the legend? Yeah. yeah. About like let's
2: end this before yeah. we go. What
3: back. Made, I was gonna say anyway. What made me who I am The ledge is approaching.
2: No, I'll <laughs> do the thing where he like cuts into whatever you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Guarantee my kids cut me off all
1: the time. So. Actually.
2: Oh, okay. yeah.
1: <laughs> so you can be the smart Alec, the know it all of the okay. podcast.
0: There you go. Anyway. Anyway, nice weather. Garen, I'm so glad you got a chance to come back on the podcast. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have fun? I hope you did. Yeah. Yeah. Especially watching them. I mean, Gary's <laughs> sitting next to me. We're watching Corey and Joe over here. It's like, oh gosh, we're doing this. <laughs>
3: well, except for we're we throwing him we
0: Yeah, really. Anyway, so Corey, got anything else to add, seriously? Nope. And Shara, are you fun facted out?
1: Fun facted out.
0: Okay. Well, I need to get the outro up. So. Okay, well, I think it's time to wrap this thing up again. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at StormDarWeather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to StormDarWeather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at StormDarWeather.com. Well, that does it for this week, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather
2: Podcast.